They're good. Let's keep it under 25 minutes, all right? Oh, somebody's been on Twitter. Um, hey. How's it going, everybody? This is Joey of Underage Packers, welcoming you to episode 59 of the Underage Packers podcast. I might be wrong on that, but I'm so excited to have you back. Joining me, as always, is my fantastic co-host, Big B. How you doing on this fine Thursday? Going good. Feeling good. All, everything's good on Thursday. We're about to get to oh, Friday. Yeah. Um, one thing before we get to Packers talk, because, I mean, we're, we're in the offseason, but we're not in the off season yeah you know where we're watching games from 2015 or just you know getting excited for the draft prospects we're not to that point yet we still got a little bit of excitement to go before we're in the deep months of may june and july um but before we get to that pack of stuff because there's still a lot of stuff going on a big a big night for you yesterday a lot of packers fans coming together um to donate and help your cause uh, what, what are your feelings on that? And what do you have to say to your kind friends over the internet? Well, um, very overwhelming. I didn't, didn't expect not a single person to donate. I didn't really, I'm not, I didn't really want to force people or feel like I'm forcing people to donate or how, however. Yeah. The donation yeah. shaming them. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, very overwhelmed, grateful, mm-hmm. and thank you to everyone who donated. I really appreciate it. I think it's just such a, a statement. Like, I was thinking last night how lucky we are to grow up with the internet. Just, I mean, with all of our creative things, I mean, this wouldn't be a thing, not only because, uh, you know, it would be impossible to put a podcast out by going on a little device, but also because we hardly would even know each other besides that time you picked up my Vince Bagel glove in 2018. So that's absolutely incredible. Um, and, you know, you're able to meet people and you're able to gather over $6,000. Absolutely incredible. Uh, and I said, I tweeted that out last night. I said, the internet is an incredible place. And then I saw somebody say, Brian Gudikins is the worst GM of all time. And then I quote tweeted that. I said, okay, maybe the internet is not so great of a place, but yeah, <laughs> we'll talk a little bit about that later because in the weeks following the NFC championship loss, there's always going to be some idiots on Twitter. Uh, but let's start with the defense coordinator hire of Joe Barry the linebackers coach for the LA Rams. He was going to be the passing game coordinator for the Chargers, but, you know, uh, a promotion uh, coming from him for the Packers. So this is a really interesting hire. We didn't talk when all the candidates were going around of Giro Evero, Jim Leonard. That would have been an interesting episode to talk about Jim Leonard. Um, uh, But after about nine or ten candidates they interviewed, they hired Joe Barry whose uh, track record, he has been a DC before, as many Packers fans were calling, uh, but his track record is not that great. He had a defense coordinator for two separate stints. Both times he got fired after one year. That's because his numbers were awful. Uh, he was with the 0-16 2008 Lions. He was with the 2015 Washington Redskins for our presently known as the Washington football team. So, Big B, what are your initial thoughts on this hire? Oh, Boy, all right, trying to think back to what I thought. I was like, who is this guy and why did we hire him? Pretty much. Yeah. And then, and then I saw saw that he was the um, defensive coordinator for the Lions when they went 0-16. I'm like, what the hell are we doing? Yep. But now I'm like, well, okay. Got to trust Matt, Matt here. Exactly. 
got you just got to trust him. That's the whole thing. I'm like, look, Matt LaFleur saw those numbers. He didn't, you know, he didn't bring him an interview. He said, oh, well, he seems like a nice enough guy. You know, he he looked at his jobs. He looked at his numbers in Detroit and Washington, and he still thought there was a reason to hire him. And no matter what some people think, because supposedly Matt LaFleur ranking the right choice and kicking the field goal in the fourth quarter is a reason we shouldn't trust him with his defense coordinator choice, even though he said 13 and three back to back seasons and the NFC championship, but whatever, uh, you know, I trust Matt LaFleur. I'm going to let it play out. Sure. Am I a little frustrated that it's not Evro or Leonard who is more promising or exciting? Yes. But I'm not going to sit here and say the Packers are going to have a bottom 10 defense next year because the Packers hired someone that has fielded the number 10 defense before. you got to take into consideration the personnel he had, the players he had, um, and all of that uh, good or not so good stuff. Big B, what do you think of uh, you know the overreaction by fans on Twitter? And what do you think overall? Because... Um, I thought Aaron Aguilar, our great friend, brought up a great point that it's it's real, or maybe it was Rob Domofsky, brought up a really great point <laughs> that it was similar uh, to the Matt LeFleur hire, where it wasn't necessarily uh, Rob Reichel, as Rob Reichel pointed out, that Matt LeFleur's numbers in his Tennessee offense weren't the best, but it's more so because he was running that McVay-Shanahan uh, scheme that they ended up hiring him. So what do you think of the general hire or uh, the fans' reaction to the hire and um, – Kind of just what he brings with the Vic Fangio defense. Well, I wasn't surprised at all by the reaction because I knew Packers fans were going to find something and then complain about it on Twitter and then say, oh, my God, now we got to fire him, even though he hasn't even coached one game or had one practice yet. So, yeah, I'm pretty much used to it by now. Yeah. It's yeah, it's ridiculous that they think it's like. There are 32 NFL head coaches in the world. There are 32 NFL general managers in the world. I, If you don't want to call them football geniuses, as I mentioned, as I termed in a video I made after the hire, sure, you cannot call them football geniuses. But I know one thing. They know a lot more than me. They know a lot more than Big B. And they know a lot more, a lot, lot more than you. We're much smarter than you. I hope you get used to that by now. Uh, <laughs> joking, of course, but not really. Um now let's talk about some other Packers news, upcoming Packers free agents here. We got um, some big ones coming up, and this kind of happens every year. When you have good players, you have to have good money. Um, with some big names coming up, you got Aaron Jones, Corey Lindsley, Kevin Keene, and the GOAT, Jamal Williams. The I, GOAT! Let's go! I almost forgot him on that, that list of notable players, but... You know, I obviously I thought for a second and I was like, oh, yes, there's obviously the the far superior running back that I'm forgetting about. Um, can't believe I can't believe he fired his agent. Can we just talk about that for a second? Jamal Williams fired his agent and I could not believe it. I was like, wow, this man is having a rough time this offseason with Aaron Jones. Now Jamal Williams firing him. Feel for the guy, you know? Only you would care about that. Like, I I know, isn't that crazy? I I do feel bad for the guy, though, because he liked one of our videos we put out on Twitter, Lies Steinbergers. He also was, um, I don't don't know if he's Aaron Rodgers' original agent, but if you look. Oh, yes, he's he's very notable players. I'm probably pronouncing his name wrong, but 
uh, Baker Mayfield, Patrick Mahomes, Ben Roethlisberger. He's one of the most notable uh, um, agents out there in the league. So I feel very close that he uh, liked one of our tweets. Very yes. honored. So, But he was fired by Jamal Williams, clearly. Um, Pat Mahomes needs to do the same, apparently, even though we got him the biggest contract in football. If Jamal Williams is not happy with him, and then Patrick Mahomes shouldn't be. Um, exactly. Because well, we all know Jamal Williams is better than Patrick Mahomes. Exactly. You know, the MVPs are rigged. The all pros are rigged. Uh, that's exactly, you know, they, they just don't want to admit that Jamal Williams is the greatest athlete alive. I know. Uh, all right. So let's, let's talk about those players getting into contract talks. It's going to be interesting um, with how the cap shifts out. And that's why I think you've seen the Packers have offered Aaron Jones plenty of offers and he wants more guarantees. Um, the Packers have, however, not offered Corey Winsley, Jamal Williams, and possibly Kevin Keene a single offer yet. And that will be interesting because if the Packers, if it's somewhere, if the cap space is around 175 million, then, you know, they probably won't be able to bring any of those guys back. If it's more so uh, the high 180s, then they might be able to, then they'll talk, get in talks with Jamal Williams and uh, they'll give him the contract he deserves there. Damn uh, right. <laughs> uh, so let's talk, let's go player by player, what money we think they deserve uh, oh, okay. and if we think they should be yeah. resigned or not. So let's start off with the big one, the second greatest running back on this team, Aaron Jones. Uh, friend of the show, Aaron Jones, as I mentioned. Friend of the show. I keep forgot about that. May, yeah, I know. It's about to be a year. I mean, that was in May. If you don't know what we're talking about, Aaron Jones one night, he tweeted out, I want to join on some <coughs> fan Zoom calls. We put our link in there. We had like a few other people joining. That's a long story, but a long story short, Aaron Jones joined our Zoom and we freaked out for three minutes talking to him. Yeah, and I might have might have shit myself. While I was talking to him, I right. cannot confirm or deny. <laughs> cannot All confirm right. or deny that. Uh, so, friend of the show, Aaron Jones. We don't want to uh, bad, bad mouth him too much, but his last snap with the Packers, I'm going to say, was a fumble in the NFC Championship game. Unfortunately, um, look, I hope he gets money. I hope he gets some big time money. I just really hope it's not from the Green Bay Packers, and that's not because I think he's a bad player. It's just because I'm on team. Don't pay running backs. Um, big unless B- your name is Jamal Williams. Exactly, exactly. That that's the hashtag I put on Twitter yesterday. Yes. Uh, so, what do you think for Aaron Jones? You know, the Packers have tried to get a deal with him. Do you think uh, he ends up getting resigned? Well, like you said. He's offered many contracts so far. Mm-hmm. Bye. Goodbye. Just, <laughs> just bye. Just bye. Yeah. You had your chance. You had your chance. Buddy. Just go. Just. Yeah. And I think he knows, like, uh, he can definitely be, I mean, uh, some people say he's underutilized in the Packers offense. And I tend to disagree when he had a thousand, a hundred yards. Um, as far as, you know, he's not the primary feature of our offense. Well, do you want, us to make Aaron Rodgers the secondary feature of our offense. So I'm not going to sit here and say he's underutilized, but he definitely can be, uh, you know, the Dolphins have a lot of cap space. I wouldn't be surprised to see him end up there. I would, uh, I would love to see him in Miami, by the way. Yes. He was barely in Miami today. I don't know what he was doing, but he posted on his Instagram story that he was in Miami. So who knows? I, even though it's not even the legal tampering period, but 
who cares? Uh, maybe he's breaking the law. Uh, I, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't. Uh, I would be very happy to see Aaron go to Miami, get some big money, be a feature of that offense, and kind of uh, assist Tua Tagovailoa if if they end up sticking with him. Um, but Aaron Jones probably saw his last snap as a Packer. All right, uh, a personal. I, I love Corey Lindsley. Oh boy. However. He's coming up uh, to the end of his second contract. Just played his best year in his career as an All-Pro. Uh, he has not been in talks, or the Packers have not been in talks with him. This is one where I think the common idea is that he'll be gone just because they haven't made any offers. But depending on the, where the cap space is, I think Corey Lindsley could be resigned. I, if I had to bet, I would say 55% chance Corey Lindsley gets re-signed by the Packers on maybe a one or two year deal. Um, but you know, with offense linemen, it's hard because their careers don't last long. Big B, where do you think of Corey Lindsley's future as a Packer? Man, it's, it's really hard to say because yeah. you don't want to break up the O-line. Yeah. That's just something I would not want to try to do right now. Yeah. And we have nobody to replace Corey Lindsley at the moment. Like, we're not going to throw Jake Hansen out there and say, hey, go block Aaron Donald one-on-one. Yeah. You know? But I, I don't see it happening. I think mm-hmm. Lindsley has seen his last snaps as a Green Bay Packer. And I'm sad to say that because I don't want him to leave. Unfortunately. Yeah, he's got a great buzz cut. Absolutely love it. But, yeah, uh, and I agree with what you said. Keeping that offensive line intact is much more important to me than running backs that you got on day three. I mean, Aaron Jones was obviously a steal, but it's the old saying that running back is the most replaceable position in football. Uh, so, and uh, keeping an offensive line intact, that was probably, in my opinion, one of the top three in all of football. Not that I'm watching film or paying any attention to any other team's offensive line, but they had a stellar group right there. Um Three pro bowlers, uh, or they should have all been all pros with David Bakhtiari, Elton Jenkins, Corey Lindsley, and then you have Billy, Billy Turner, who is an excellent right tackle that nobody gives credit for. Uh, so I love to see that offense line intact. You don't have to worry. You can slide another running back in there that would set up A.J. Dillon great for success when he's the starter next year. Um, as wow, well. you really, wow, you really just said that, didn't you? I just had you to throw really it just said that. And you when, thought I would have noticed, wouldn't you? Wow, wow. Subtle, okay. subtle. Uh, and then, you know, it also, as Aaron Rodgers is, uh, goes down, uh, his presumed, his inevitable uh, regression, you know, that offense line keeps them intact. So it's going to be sad, but I, I do think um, we'll, we'll just have to see what talks happen with Corey Lindsley. All right, we got two more. Uh, before we get to Jamal Williams, because I'll let you go on uh, your your big excitement about him, uh, let's talk about Kevin Keene. Not just with his Bye. Bye. Just go. No, no. All right. Not just with his contract. Not just with his oh. contract. But okay, this is uh, the I, people are have a lot of thoughts about him in the NFC Conference Championship game. His horrific performance. Here's what I have to say about Kevin Keene. He will never uh, sure. What would TJ Watt be about a pick? Yes. If you are still talking about that on February 11th, 2021, stop it. Every single pick. 
can be looked at and said, well, they could have had this guy that went five picks later. 23 teams could have had Aaron Rodgers. So I'm not going like, and I think a lot of it has to do with being Wisconsin and, uh, you know, he's the people loved him at Wisconsin. Hey, he was a beast brother. at Wisconsin. He was a monster. I have no doubt about it. Um, <laughs> but, and yes, I would have loved to have TJ Watt on the team, but they didn't. So they don't. So move on. Kevin Keeney was a solid cornerback number two. That is not the best of value from a year, a the 33rd overall pick. However, he is on the other side of Jair Alexander. If you have the option to throw from Kevin Keene and Jair Alexander, who are you going to throw it to 89% of the time? Kevin Keene. Tom Brady picked on Kevin Keene all day. That's what happened. Is he going to get a contract extension with the Packers? Absolutely not. And no, uh, for the people that are uh, blaming this whole loss on Kevin Keene, that is absolutely ridiculous. Um, you know, that you uh, saw the, the play before the half, the touchdown before half, uh, sure, you know, it's stupid that he got burnt by Scotty Miller, but it also would have been nice if Mike Pettin or Matt LaFleur gets in there and says, why is Kevin King, our physical cornerback, on the fastest wide receiver on the Buccaneers in single high coverage? I, I will never understand it. So, no, I'm not going to sit here and say that Kevin King okay. – uh, you know, deserves all the fault for us losing. That's all I have to say about that. But yes, he will not be a Packer next year. All right, finally, Jamal Williams. Now we'll we'll let you. We'll let. Um, I'll give my La La Land answer, uh, and then I'll I'll say you know since Packers management is just so like they're so diluted that they can't see the greatness of Jamal Williams. Um, I'll see what I realistically see happen, but Big B, make your pitch for Jamal Williams to be re-signed by Brian Gutekinds. Okay. Brian, Brian, we've, we've been best friends for a very long time. I got your autograph at minicamp a couple of years ago. Uh-huh. Um, very nice. I should have guy. asked for it, but I was too nervous. Yeah. He was a very nice guy. Um, he had a nice conversation with him. Um, uh-huh. asked what autographs I got at training camp. But, Brian, you've been best friends for a while now. Yeah. And if you take Jamal Williams away from me, the city of Green Bay, Wisconsin, and the Packers organization, you are you are delusional. I'm sorry to say. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Brian, but you are a delusional man. Jamal Williams has one of the greatest characters in all of the NFL. And... He is just one hell of a football player. He has not fumbled once in his career. I don't even think college even. He has, he has very few fumbles in college. Not a single fumble in the NFL. So that's it. The GOAT, Jamal Williams. Resign him. 10-year con- extension. It he has defended Brian Gutekinds in the – uh, in some of Brian Gutekind's most criticized moments. He was here criticizing the Jordan Love pick. He was here criticizing the whole 2020 draft. He was here criticizing every uh, move that Brian Gutekind has made or defending every move that Brian Gutekind has made. <laughs> but he is telling you right now yes. that if you don't resign Jamal Williams, he will lose all faith in you, Brian. Yep. Let's hope this there will be hell to pay. 
I might, I might, oh, you God. might have to get a restraining order because <laughs> if you mess with Jamal Williams, you're messing with me. All right. <laughs> For legal reasons, that is not a threat. Uh, that is not a threat, but it might be. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to, we'll, we'll talk realistically. Uh, well, that, not that that's not realistic, but just. That is very realistic. Here's what I see. Realistic. Happening. Here's what I see uh, happening. I'd see, I would say there's a greater chance that he's resigned than any of Corey Lind- Lindsley, Aaron Jones, or Kevin King. I still don't see it being that high. But once again, we have no idea what the cap space looks like. So well, that is yet to be seen. And one other thought before we end it off. Like, Hell, even a franchise tag. <laughs> All right. I don't care that I just cut you off right there. Even a franchise tag. Just do something for it- Jamal Williams. Give him the money. Eight million for one year is a steal with Jamal Williams. Yeah. Uh, Saving a lot of cash there, Brian. Get on it, buddy. All right. Um, All right. Now now I can talk. Jamal should have just hired you as agent. Hey, might as well. I'll be very good for his Hall of Fame uh, getting into the Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. That that would be legendary. All right. one, one last thing I was thinking of last night, you know, I have way too many thoughts. I was struggling to fall asleep last night because I was thinking a lot about a lot of things. Uh, but one thing was like just how crazy the salary cap is in the NFL, like $198 million, Like you can imagine that. But now for 32 teams, that is insane. That's somewhere around – somewhere in the billions. That's what I – <laughs> I know that much. Uh, it's absolutely crazy how much the NFL makes. And it's like, you know, it, anytime someone says, well, uh, th- this X job deserves much more money because they're being much braver like teachers. And while I do agree with that, are teachers being monetized for 2 million people uh, every Sunday, uh, 90 million for the Super Bowl? Like, uh, I'm not saying they don't deserve to be paid more. I'm just saying the NFL has a giant machine and that's what it is. It's not because people are taking money out of their wallets. They like, this is because they sit there and they like, you know, I, I go down into my basement every week and I sit down for nine hours and watch football. That's why there's so much money. So I don't know where, what the point of this ranch is. I'm just saying the NFL is a lot of <laughs> gosh dang money. <laughs> I don't know why you're yelling over here about the salary cap and saying that they have a lot of money, but all right, that was fired. (laughs) All right. Uh, Well, final closing thoughts. Make sure I'm telling you people underage Packers is going nowhere. This soft season will probably, you know, obviously with no games to recap or preview a lot, a little bit uh, more off and on, but I'm telling you people, we got some exciting stuff planned. We are just about to head into a zoom uh, to, for our production meeting, for a series okay. we are planning next week, you are not going to want to miss it. Not because it's uh, not only because it's going to be very entertaining, but also because of our first guest on that show. I'm so excited for it. Big B, any final closing thoughts before we sign off for this week? Um, nobody cares about this, but Aaron Rodgers got engaged, baby. Oh, how could we miss married. that? We talked about that. We had it in our, our uh, preempt script. So uh, I wanted to talk about this because Aaron Rodgers in, in his MVP speech, he just dropped the bomb that he's engaged. And the reason I want to talk about this because Big B, 
is uh you know a lot of people they don't care about that big b big b pays a little bit more attention to it and the reason this is a story that i want to tell is because last <laughs> last summer when the news came out that he broke up with danica the dude that funny- was a hard hard 24 hours for me i literally cried like for at least an hour he went on instagram live and it was the funniest thing i have ever seen when rogers broke up with danica you know he's talking well he's I don't know if he's being dramatic or not, but he says, man, mom and dad broke up. And then, you know, he's going on his, he's going on his tangent about how sad he is that they broke up. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, he pulls out this this car. Let, let's see it. This the Danica car. car. Yep. I can't remember if you said something like, what am I going to do with this now? What the hell am I going to do with this now? I have no no reason to have it now. Is there any memorabilia you're planning to... What What does Shailene Wood, Woodley do? Isn't she like in some show? I don't know. You have to get... I, like do, some... I do know that she um, did a movie about two kids having cancer. So that's pretty cool. Oh, that is that is pretty awesome. So yes, and I had a fundraiser thing and my doctor was there. So... Yeah, get a film poster of that, and then you'll have the Shailene memorabilia. That, yeah. All right, there is. That's all we got for you today. What a wild episode! Well, oh man, welcome to the off season, people. Make sure you follow us at Underage Packers. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Give us a good rating on Apple Podcasts, just because I like seeing that when I look up our podcast on Apple. Um, other than that, that's all I got for you today, Big B. What do you got for the people? Jamal Williams is the GOAT. Simple as that. Thanks, everybody, for watching. As always, go Pack Go.